Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Back in the mix right here on a Friday morning. It's hour number two. I'm Kevin Walsh. I'm joined by Donnie Wrightside. And the NFC South, I think, is having a perfect close to its season. Two games, both horrendous and meaningless. Exactly what this division should offer up to close it out. Atlanta is a a four-and-a-half-point home favorite against Tampa. Now, last I heard, Donnie, the Bucs were going to play all their starters. So what the heck's going on here with this four-and-a-half-point line in Atlanta's favor? Yeah, the only thing I can read in that is the Bucs are so bad. They go, yeah, we're going to play Brady. Like, so? (laughs) Who's still going to make the Atlanta Falcons a a four-and-a-half-point favorite in this game, even though they already won the division? Now, granted, I do think Tom Brady and the starters might play for a little bit in this game, but you've got to be kidding me. If I see Godwin and Evans and Brady together coming out of halftime warming up, that would be ridiculous to watch. The Atlanta Falcons aren't a great team by any stretch, but the Bucs shouldn't be playing anybody whatsoever in this game outside of the first quarter. Therefore, the Atlanta Falcons should be able to win this game and cover the four and a half in my estimation. I'm not buying into we're going all the way through to play the starters. I I ultimately there's no way. They do seem like the only team. What's a nice way to say this? Uh silly enough to think that they should do this. Remember when they rushed Chris Godwin back to play week one, like on a torn yeah. ACL, and we we're like, what's that about? And then you're like, yeah, he's like injured. He's going to be out a month. <laughs> well, it's a, like God, Godwin should, but Godwin probably still should have missed way more time than he did. Julio's never healthy. Mike Evans, I'm pretty sure every week's hamstrings hurt for the last four He's got years. a thousand too, Mike Evans. Yeah, he's already got it. Yeah. Yeah, I, but that's what I'm like. What are we, what are we doing here? If you're the Buccaneers. Yeah. Like, I understand, yeah. like, oh, we want to stay sharp. We found a good connection. That's fine. You want to give Brady a drive where he drops back and just throws three straight deep passes to Mike Evans to see if they can hit one more? Fine by me. But this is nonsensical that they're going to go out there and press it down against the Atlanta Falcons. I'll say this, though. Laying four and a half with Atlanta? No, thank you. That, I mean, this team stinks out loud. I have absolutely no interest in such a number. The Bucks. Kyle Trask is going to come in, maybe put a little heat on Tom Brady, some are saying, for Ooh. the starting job. Game number two, Saints-Panthers. Ugh. New Orleans is a three-and-a-half-point favorite. Do you think there's an, any conversation in the room, Donnie, 
to let Jameis Winston get a crack at this football? <laughs> the answer is obviously no, man. Obviously, is Jameis like still around the team? What happened? And I also want to say this too. I thought I saw a tweet out there where he was their Ed Block Courage Award winner there, which means like I guess you're you know good in the community and like what is he? He must have fought through a lot behind the scenes there in that building, which was like, hey, coach, I'm the best quarterback here. <laughs> Maybe next week. He just kept fighting through each week here, getting laughed at by his own coaching staff. I don't know what actually happened, but he won an award for not being on the football field this year. When all we kept saying is the season is over. Find out if he can play. Nah, nah, not gonna do that. I mean, look, they're on a three-game heater where Andy Dalton is over that stretch. Averaged less than 200 oh, passing extension. yards per game, two total passing touchdowns, and two picks. I just – Andy Dalton has played some of the most below-average football I've ever seen. To just keep Winston at bay this entire time is so bizarre to me, but – it's where we are. Radio audience is right here on this Friday morning. Kevin Walsh, Donnie right side, the early line, Sirius XM, Channel 159. I'm curious, though, on the other side here for Carolina, because the Saints three and a half did look strong to me. It, is this a letdown spot for the Panthers? I think the Panthers are the better football team. Nobody cares about this game, though. Are the Panthers going to look to out-tank them for a draft pick? What's the read on on this football all game here with this three and a half point line? I don't think the tank is in the room there for the Carolina Panthers because you have a head coach that's saying, boy, I understand, you know, we put things back together after trading McCaffrey and Matt Rule was a disaster. And I know we ended up losing the division there to the Buccaneers, but you want to leave that last, you know, solid taste in your mouth for the going to the all season where you can walk into that owner's office and go, do you see what I did to end the season? Even I can motivate guys. We were down as low as we were, fought back with a chance to win the division. Then we got knocked out of the division race and I still came back, Kevin, all on the road and beat the Saints here. That shows I have the ear of this football team and I should be the head coach. That's the way I play it out here. I'd take the points at three and a half, to be honest. I would. I would as well. Again, I think Carolina is arguably the better team. It is, though, I have to admit. Again, this is why this division has been a hilarious one to follow all year long. Carolina goes from a double-digit fourth-quarter lead against the Bucs and now all of a sudden they're not even in second place anymore. It is... Just bizarre the way this entire division has played out. The entire division with a negative point differential. It's just been a disaster to watch all season long. And my favorite thing about the NFC South, as we are approaching the offseason for three of these teams, and I think the Bucs will join them soon enough, all four might have a new week one starter as, mm. as opposed to who is even not just their yeah. week one starters from this year in terms of who's closing it out Brady we've talked a lot about the Panthers drafting the Atlanta Falcons I don't know if they're going to go to Ritter maybe and then the Saints maybe the Saints will actually stick with Andy Dalton franchise quarterback they might throw that guy mm. a five-year extension loving what he's bringing QB to the one. table we hit a break when we come back still a lot to break down for week 18 keep it here SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. 
jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Back with you here on a Friday morning as we continue to spill through the week 18 slate. And I got to be honest with you, folks. Donnie was just what? loving the music and the coffee in the corner of my eye. And yeah. it really did. It cracked me there. Yeah. You loving the tunes this morning, DRS. Man, I, I mean, it's Friday morning. I mean, I am ready to go for this weekend. Do we have an extra two hours today? That's what some people are saying behind the scenes. Because I, I got energy for days, man. I do. What are you, but hold on a minute now. What are you bumping the morning after? You sending BWS home early? What are you doing? I mean, every, exactly. Like in the, my, during the day, like if I open up a door to go in another room, all I hear is, you know what I mean? Like that's the way I feel yeah, today. Yeah, yeah. Like I'm ready to go. My theme uh-huh. music today is bumping it around. And yes, yeah, we're, we're, t- t- tell Ben to take the day off. Is he listening? Ben, take the day off. Me, we got this. <laughs> yeah. All right. The the Donnie Wright side show coming up uh, when we're done here uh, in just in just about uh, a little under forty minutes there. So make sure you stay tuned uh, for that. Uh, and then Donnie will also be there on money lines. It's the whole day a right a right side marathon. People have been asking for it. Maybe it's time we give it to him. Uh, let's get to some of these had. games here, though, man. Go ahead. Yeah, records. Uh, Bengals-Ravens is where we begin. I'll say this. I do not understand how they are going to do the neutral site thing for an AFC title game and then be like, hey, Bengals-Ravens, man, we got a great idea. Coin toss. I mean, come on now. Heads, you're home. Tails, you're away. That's ridiculous. <laughs> Now, they're going to be saved by the fact that the Ravens will not win this football game because I don't think the Ravens – I really – I don't think the Ravens even care. I know that's crazy to say, but the vibe around Baltimore could not be worse than it is right now, DRS. I just – I cannot believe that this is going to come down to a coin toss if the Ravens win this game. It, it, a lot doesn't make sense, but I think we're on the same page, Kevin, by looking at this game going, hey, it's seven points, seven and a half points now at the FanDuel Sportsbook. I don't see any way Baltimore wins this game. Can they keep it close? Sure. But if we're talking about a team's like upside of like 17 points is a really good offensive performance by Baltimore, that's not going to get it done and on the road at this point. Let's also remember to keep in mind, I know it's been a trying time mostly for the Buffalo Bills because it was their guy that was injured on the field, but there was a lot of panic still from the Cincinnati Bengals side. But having said that, Kevin, They were home on Monday Night Football. They played 
five minutes of football. They didn't play a full game. So almost like the de facto mini bye week for the Bengals also coming into this game as well. I'm with you on this one. The, what is the level of Baltimore going there and win? You didn't even win the division. And it, like we're talking about, you know, flipping coins here. What, what's the benefit of the Ravens going full gas and still losing this game? Even though you know they will. That organization has a lot of pride in it. But it feels like the pride is sort of on the side right now until we figure out what the heck is going on with Lamar Jackson. This might be a runaway for the Bengals this weekend, to be honest. Yeah, I and well, ultimately, with that seven and a half, the Ravens are the kind of organization, divisional game, that many points. You want to be very cautious, I feel like, Donnie, when it comes to something like that. But again, the vibes are horrendous around this team right now. I... Right now, give me odds, percentages, DRS. Lamar Jackson plays in the wild card round for the Baltimore Ravens. I feel like I'm 50-50 shading. I feel like I'm shading towards he doesn't play. It has to be at this. Kevin, he's not even practicing. Like, so many times, like, the whole rehab process, right? And I guess you can only equate it to, again, big-time quarterbacks. Let's just say Jalen Hurts. He's been in the news. We've seen him around. We've seen him working out. You say, oh, he's got his helmet on. He just has a jersey on today. Where's Lamar Jackson? I have no idea. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson hasn't been spotted in a month, and that's why I joke, is he even in Baltimore at this point? Is he just going to reappear, Kevin, next week? Oh, I'm fine. I'm just taking practice. Uh, you know, plays right here. I'm the number one quarterback. Everything is going to be perfectly fine. I'm with you on that. There is so much clouded information coming out of Baltimore, whether or not he is going to play again this year. Yeah, it's just it, very bizarre. And if it comes out, and I don't think this is, is Lamar's style, but if it comes out that Lamar, this isn't a situation where it's been tough to come back from the injury and Lamar has basically opted to not come back from the injury, mm. I'll under, I understand if people hold that against Lamar, but more than anything, that likely, I think, would mean the end of his tenure with Baltimore. Still a lot, certainly, to find out in that respect. Pat's Bills. Look, this is a fascinating one, obviously. Emotions will be high. We know that. First game for the Buffalo Bills since uh, everything that happened with DeMar Hamlin. Being in Buffalo, the crowd's always tremendous, but this is going to be, again, an atmosphere, no doubt. Buffalo likely going to need to win this game. Now, they can't get the bye, but they could get themselves a neutral site game in the AFC title game, which is better than going to Arrowhead, right? I think I think we could agree on that. The Patriots need to win this football game, though. Pats are winning in. You know, Bill Belichick's been sat there and you know thinking about this one now all week long. I think he has a chance to pull it off. I think he does. I don't know. Part of me just wonders. I feel like it could just be a big-time adrenaline dump for the Buffalo Bills in the beginning of this game. It's all systems go banging your heads into a wall, and the New England Patriots are, are be able to grind this out here and keep this at minimum with inside these seven points. Yeah, Bill Belichick special is what you're bringing up, right? Where all the you know cards are tilted towards the Buffalo Bills, the emotion of it, the better football team, still means a lot for the Buffalo Bills as well. And here we are sitting in the fourth quarter of a 14-11 to 11 game where the Patriots have the lead. I hear you on that. Now, I do think overall the Buffalo Bills are a much better team because they can move the football on offense. I'm not so sure about the New England Patriots overall what they can do, but also keep in mind, let's be real, you had a concussion by your third cornerback last week. Not so sure he's going to play in this game. Also, Hamlin, who 
was an active participant in that defense. Obviously, he's not going to be there as well. You're down a couple starters in your secondary. Could this game be a little bit closer? Because you're right. Also, keep in mind, same way I talked about the Cincinnati Bengals as getting that mini bye week. Technically, the Bills got that, but come on now. They weren't focused on football. From the minute that injury happened on Monday night all the way through about Thursday, their mind wasn't even on game plan, anything. It was, is our brother okay in the hospital? Is he going to be okay in the future? And then all of a sudden showing up on a football field late on Thursday to try to resume your season against a team. Again, you're not playing the Arizona Cardinals. You're not playing the New York Giants resting all their starters. You're playing a football team desperate for a victory. I still think the Patriots have a legitimate chance in this game. And if I'm looking... But like Buffalo Bills win, Patriots cover. Let's see if it goes to seven and a half, like that type of feel for this game. I'm confident the Bills win, but there is a legitimate chance that this game is going to be much closer because how could you fault the Bills? Like they couldn't even get in their game plan effectively this week with so much other things on their mind. Yeah, and and I think that's all perfectly said. It's, I think there's going to be competing minds on this. I think some people are going to want to back Buffalo because of the circumstances. I am of the other mind. I don't think this is a particularly great spot for the Buffalo Bills. I think this is a difficult spot for the Buffalo Bills. And I know it's, it's it, uh, look, admittedly, it's not the easiest conversation to have, Donnie. But one thing that, you know, we have mentioned a bit more so off air, it's just about the circumstances, but the Buffalo Bills did lose multiple starters in that game on the defensive side of the mm-hmm. ball against yeah. the Cincinnati Bengals, including DeMar Hamlin. Again, uh, we again awful circumstances, but the, the the Bills now defensively could be a bit more vulnerable than we're accustomed to, allowing the Patriots to find a little bit of offensive success in this game. That's right. Maybe totals to take a look at. Also, if you're looking for cold conditions, it'll yeah. be cold in the 30s, Kevin. But the all-important Mac Jones number, if the wind is 10 miles an hour below, he can function over yeah. 10 miles an hour. He might not throw four passes in Buffalo, but it looks like the conditions are going to be conducive to throwing the football, and that could help the Patriots here. Whatever happened to Bailey Zappi? What happened to that? Why don't they yeah, yeah, bring Bailey that? Zappi that back? Train? Kind of... Bailey Zappi kind of ruled franchise. when he checked in for the New England Patriots. I feel like they – can they let him – can he run the uh, the Jeff Driscoll portion of this offense, Bailey Zappi, maybe? Get a couple you, of you carries Zappi around the goal Newton. line? Left. Exactly. The same guy. People have been same saying it for type. years, man. Yeah. Uh, we'll be right back after the break. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. 
that crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. As we keep uh, looking at this slate here, I think the AFC wild card uh, deserves plenty of mention. We just talked about Pat's Bills. It's a spot where the Bills are a seven-point favorite. If they're able to at least see it out and be victorious in that game and sets up some opportunities further down this board, the Miami Dolphins then all of a sudden would just need to beat the New York Jets in order to take advantage and be the seventh seed in the AFC playoffs. The Dolphins are just a two-point favorite, uh, though, in this game. And a total's 38 and a half. Question marks around the starting quarterback in this game for the Miami Dolphins. What's your expectation, Donnie, from who will start and how effective they will be? Yeah, how about this? Yesterday, a minus one favorite here for the New York Jets. And then you wake up this morning and see two, maybe two and a halfs there starting to poke through. And you say, what actually gives in this spot? Well, Teddy Bridgewater throwing a couple passes post-practice, which gives life where maybe Bridgewater can be the starter with a dislocated finger on his throwing hand. It just shows you what the thought process was behind their backup quarterback options outside of Tua Tagovailoa, obviously not playing here. I look at this game, too, because this is one of those interesting ones, Kevin, where the Jets are still trying to lay a foundation. I understand that, like Mike White, it just didn't work out down the stretch, hasn't thrown many touchdown passes. But if we're going to get Skylar Thompson as a starting quarterback for the Miami Dolphins, because it's not as if the Dolphins are the San Francisco Francisco 49ers on an incredible win streak here. And they're just trying to look for a younger rookie quarterback to try to make some hay and win a football game. This team has not performed well over the past four to five weeks, an epic losing streak, but still with a chance to get into the playoffs. But if we're going to go Thompson versus White, Kevin, wouldn't you just go the New York Jets in this game? Like they're going to show up in this game. Are they overly excited that they're knocked out of the playoffs? No. Did they perform very well last week against Seattle? No, they're not. But how can you look at the Dolphins, even if it is Bridgewater? Maybe can't make all the throws. I can't bet on that. Skylar Thompson, I can't bet on that either. So if we're going to have a, a, a situation where maybe there's thoughts that Bridgewater could play in this game and this goes to three, I'll take the New York Jets in that spot. I will. So I, and I think that's a very important point. It does look like if they announce Teddy as the starter, this continues to go Miami's direction, yeah. which I understand yep. because, look, a hampered Teddy Bridgewater might not be very effective, which is why you grab those three points. But Bridgewater has earned significantly more trust in his career than that of Skylar Thompson, who played against the Jets for a lot of that game, 10 for 30 or 19, excuse me, for 33, big difference, 19 of 33, 166 yards, no touchdowns, and did throw an interception in that game. Where I'm looking at, though, I'm a bit surprised that the Jets are not going back to Zach Wilson again. I, maybe that would be kind of too much push and pull here, and they just want to kind of wipe their hands of his games, Donnie. But don't you think that since this is over and they keep saying that they're going to commit to him, he would play? Exactly, because what are you not hearing out of the Jets, Kevin, to be honest with you? It's Zach Wilson is a big part of our future. Don't you dare say no. How come nobody's commenting on Mike White when he keeps starting these football games? Mike White's not a part of the future. Mm -hmm. Is it assumed Mike White is part of the future for the Jets? Like, what are we actually getting here? I think you're right in that spot, but I do think they are correct being the Jets. 
Are you going to get more damage done to Zach Wilson if he plays this week against a team that needs to win and you don't? Oh, look at that. Couldn't rally the troops. How are you going to keep him around? What a disaster. Six of 21, four interceptions in a game at Miami. This guy stinks. Get him out of here. It's almost like you're right. They're wiping the slate clean. But look, you're already in the offseason. Just hang out over here. We'll get to you later. We'll try to rebuild your confidence. Mike White's going to have a go at it. But you're right. He's in our future, but he's not playing. But Mike White, nobody mentions anything about his future, but he still is the guy, it seems. And with all that, then, I'm going to be looking at a Jets team total with Mike White at 18 and a half here. This Dolphins defense is not good. And Mike White's got more juice than what we saw in that game against Seattle. Changing environments there. I, I'll be interested uh, in the Jets moving the football here against the Miami Dolphins uh, at that 18 and a half. Uh, I actually think you can have a bit of juice in that spot. The Pats lose. The Dolphins lose. Mike Tomlin, baby. Steelers are in the mix. They just need to beat the Cleveland Browns. Steelers are a two and a half point favorite in this game. Totals 40 and a half. The Steelers play a Cleveland team that saw Deshaun Watson have the best performance uh, in a Browns uniform in that victory for the Browns against the Washington Commanders. Steelers are hot relative to the results. They're not blowing anybody out, uh, but they are covering numbers because all the numbers are light, which is why a part of me is surprised this is not a flat three, but it looks, and that comes off to me more like a Cleveland number than Donnie, when I look through this here, what do you think for Pittsburgh and Cleveland? Yeah, the, the, it's, it's interesting, too, Kevin, because another one of those games where the Pittsburgh Steelers need to win and could play a part of them making the playoffs. When the Cleveland Browns, you only say, it's like, hey, man, season is done. Just shut it down. But this season was done last week. They still played and played decent football, knocking off the Commanders 24-10 to 10 in that game. I do think you're going to get a full swing from the Cleveland Browns because what they've been preaching over the past couple weeks is these games are very important to the offseason. We got to get Deshaun Watson under center with a good feel for this offense, and you also have to surround them with talent. Same thing with Amari Cooper. And it clicked last week. A couple touchdown passes to Cooper when he was saying, like, once we get this started, this is going to be exciting to watch. And it looks like they're starting to get that confidence back. But I think your point brings up, you know, more than what am I getting out of Cleveland? What are you getting out of the Pittsburgh Steelers, Kevin? Again, if your ceiling is like 17 points, that means the Cleveland Browns are going to be in this all the way through. And I don't know how many times you can do this. Play really bad football for three quarters on offense and somehow luck in the two scoring drives in the final five minutes of a game i do think we get a pretty good punch from cleveland but again that price point at two and a half looks like it's saying go ahead and take the steelers here it's under three you know they're going to win the football game they need to win the football game or i'm actually going to wait until that line does move to three and i like the cleveland browns here not to say the pittsburgh steelers can't win this game not to say they're going to be more motivated for cleveland i just don't think they have a capacity kevin to score let's just say 27 points in a nice easy 27 let's just say 17 victory here yeah, I think the teaser makes a lot of sense if you want to try and uh, take Cleveland up through uh, all the key mm -hmm. numbers and get them at eight and a half. I, I, as you say, who are the Steelers routing? Who are they blowing out? They beat the Panthers by eight. That's their biggest victory during this run of games. Everything else is, you know, it feels like almost a field goal. One touchdown victory. So uh, this has been a spot where I, I think the teaser makes a lot of sense. I do trust Tomlin to win this game. The AFC North is tricky. If you're looking to take the Steelers here, I'm going to the minus 142 money line as opposed to laying two and a half points. I would be cautious uh, in that spot. Last one to bring up here is one of the odder games on the slate, which is the Denver Broncos and the LA Chargers. The Chargers are currently the fifth seed. 
The Ravens, the sixth. The Chargers want to be the fifth seed. I don't view it as a slight to the Jags. The Chargers played them. They lost that game 38-10. to 10. I think it's more for the Los Angeles Chargers about higher seeding could be beneficial long-term. Ultimately, even if the Jaguars beat them up, hey, we saw them already. We have things we know we can correct. And you're not playing that either Kansas City, Buffalo, or Cincinnati, who I think there's some people that would call them the three best teams in football, honestly, and clearly three top teams in this league. But the Chargers are locked into the five seed if the Baltimore Ravens lose at one o'clock, Donnie, and that is why the Denver Broncos are a two and a half point favorite. Yes, being very transparent is what the Chargers actually have been all week long with head coach Brandon Staley. After that game ended on Sunday, you know, we're going full go. It's very important to us that we get that number five overall seed. We're not going to bench any starters. We're going to get after it and beat a bad football team in the Denver Broncos. But later in the week when it's apparent where I don't know why the NFL did this, but they scheduled that Ravens-Bengals game at 1 o'clock, which means if it ends the way we think it's going to end, at least the way I think it's going to end, in a Bengals victory, that de facto locks in the Chargers into that fifth seed, and they can't get out of it. Now, some head coaches would still play off the folly and say, oh, I don't really care what happens. It's a football game. I'm a football coach. we got football players. We're paid to win games, yada, yada, yada. But that's not the case. Staley actually came out and goes, you know what? If that's the case, now that that game is at 1 o'clock, we're going to make the correct adjustments once that game ends in either direction. Because, again, if Baltimore wins, they're going to go full go. If Baltimore loses, they're probably going to line up and say, Justin Herbert playing? Nope. Eckler playing? Nope. Mike Ab, Mike Williams on the outside? Nope. None of those guys. Keenan Allen, they're all going to sit this game out, which means the Denver Broncos probably will have a free victory here. And also, that is why the swing of the plus three now to the minus two and a half in the direction for the Denver Broncos. And also keep in mind with the Broncos. You're not really playing for jockeying for position in trying to move up into the draft. It's almost more likely for them. They just want to get that one last decent football game, if it even is against backups, to try to sell your fan base. Again, like, hey, we're going to get this thing together. We can certainly do this. Russ throwing for 282 scores and then winning this football game could go a long way. I, I think for them, the, the approach to this game is you can do some money line parlays, right? Mm-hmm. Denver and Cincinnati. The correlation there is correlation. obvious, yep. right? We, we, we've we just talked about that. If you want to try and get involved in that way, it's a plus 116 payout. It's also just tracking it live. As we've talked about, week 18 is a very big live betting, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you're going to get in terms of live props. A part of, I still don't know what you're going to get in terms of pregame props. But if all of a sudden Baltimore's hanging, hanging around Broncos Chargers is going to move what I would be interested in DRS is Baltimore with a late lead late tie Mm. and this flipping to you know Chargers minus two and a half all of a sudden and you're able to come back run snag Denver before a Cincinnati victory those are the kind of things that you want to try and track and catch here in this week it all makes for an interesting game one note by the way with this denver bronco group is uh, they have been pitiful favorites this year their only game uh, where they were a favorite and covered i think they were favored in the football game against the new york jets that was with brett Rippon. so this is a spot russell wilson has been a horrendous favorite he's been a good dog actually with denver horrendous favorite we'll see how the line close up they have two more to get to plus your pick six 
SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Two more to get to, and then we're going to hit that pick six. Send you on your way uh, over to, I don't know, it's either the morning after or the, the right side double hour. We'll, we'll find out. Time will tell. Well, the people uh, will be getting here coming on up. But we got the Colts and the Texans going uh, at it here. And the Indianapolis Colts are a two-and-a-half-point favorite. Total for this game is 38. We talk about incentives to win, incentives to lose. I mean, the Houston Texans have no business winning this game. Secures the number one overall pick. They get to do whatever they want. Draft the Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud. Trade out. Take a Will Anderson, try and reset around. There, there are a lot of options on the table uh, for the Texans. If they secure the number one overall pick, they would do so with a loss, DRS. Yes, and I, I got to tell you, this might be one of the more fascinating games on the slate when technically it means nothing to anybody else. But the simple fact is there's two teams that are going to be playing. I don't want to say they're going in the same direction, right? Because if you look at Houston, the only goal here for this season is going to be really bad, stack up draft picks, get the number one pick, get a quarterback, and get on with your franchise over the next five years to see if you can rebuild it and see what you have here. Now, from an Indianapolis point of view, they expected probably to make the playoffs with Matt Ryan. Obviously, that went up in smoke, and now they're going to be starting Sam Ellinger for this game. But they are favorites at minus two and a half. And I always talk about you know the organization of the Colts, which starts with Earth who I still believe right now, if you ask him who your head coach is going to be for 2023, he really wants it to be Jeff Saturday. And I'm telling you right now, if the Colts win this game, Robert Ursa would say, like, that's how you respond. That's how you respond to a football season. Did you see that win final day? You thought we were dead and buried. We always try. That's what the Colts do, which is what he wants to believe. But from the opposite side on the Texans, there has to be a mandate. And sometimes you can't tell the players, right? The coaches aren't sitting the players down going, hey, look, man, you're supposed to play bad. Don't worry about it. We won't hold it against you. You know, we're not going to cut you because you play bad. We need you to play bad because we need a loss in this game that doesn't happen. It comes from the play calling, and it comes from upper management to not let players actually play in this game. But if Davis Mills is going to be the starter who's been there all season long, you would think the effort is going to be there. But for Lovey Smith, have you seen some of the Twitter tweets 
excuse me, some of the social media tweets that have made the rounds here. Like, oh, does Lovey go off script here and win this game because he doesn't care about being a coach again? In the NFL? I mean, what planet are we working in here? Lovey Smith wants to be a part of an organization to continue to be head coach. And you know what that means? Following orders that you actually need to lose this football game. And it's better in your interest, Lovey, if you lose this game than actually win it. There's one team that I do believe doesn't care if they win. It's the Colts. Now, I didn't say absolutely wants to win, but doesn't care technically. There's one team in the Houston Texans that absolutely has so much to lose if they win this football game. I'll take the lesser of the evils. I love the Colts. Am I wrong, Kevin? I love the Colts here to win this game. No, I actually think it makes a ton of sense. The Colts also do have more talent. They are at home. Again, I completely agree that if if you were to ask the Texans, do you wish you do you hope you win this game? Right? The players, yes, right? But sure. up top, no. The Colts, I, I don't think they have the, the 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 wherewithal, right? The Colts are like, well, here we go, here we go. This is all us. This is all us. Now, I don't completely agree that Ursay is over the moon to run it back with Jeff Saturday. I, I don't think Urze wants to be a laughing stock. That is exactly what they have been with Jeff Saturday. I don't agree with that. I do think Urse, though, would love for his legitimate friend in Jeff Saturday to end his Colts tenure with a win. The two and a half line, I think a lot of that is because over the past month of football, I mean, the Texans have, have, have looked better than the Indianapolis Colts. But yes. last week, Right when it was like, oh, is, is how hard Jacksonville gonna try? Houston, a little bit of, oh, we'll take care of that. Don't don't you worry about it. a little thirty-one-three route situation. Uh, I totally see what you're bringing to the table. Last one here: Bears Vikings. The Bears could could snag themselves the pick, but they need to lose, and the Texans need to win. The light line of it all suggests there is a chance for. That to happen. Bears, Vikings, seven and a half. What do you think? uh, And you save the best for last at this point, because this game can go so many different ways. Like, I don't know what props we're going to get on the FanDuel Sportsbook, because you know me. I'm trying to angle for Peterman and to see what his yardage prop is going to be. It can't be in the 200s. It can't be, what, 149? Like, what would his actual legitimate prop be? You can't just say it's going to be like 108, because that wouldn't make too much sense. They're going to let him throw the football, but the same thing that we just talked about for the Houston Texans. No way, shape, or more form that they want to win this. I mean, one of those injuries where Justin Fields comes in, hey, coach, man, hip feels a little bit off. I got hit on the side. Oh, take a couple days of practice. Uh, you should be fine. They're like, oh, go to get an MRI, and we'll just make something up as if you have a hip inflammation, which basically means my hip doesn't feel so good on a Monday, but it's probably fine by the time we hit the practice field on Wednesday. They already showed their cards. They're not letting Justin Fields out there for two reasons. A, he gives him a better chance to win, obviously, than Nathan, P- Nathan Peterman does. But number two, you don't want to get him injured going into the offseason. So one team you look at for the Minnesota Vikings, trying to get the taste out of their mouth from what they saw the previous week. Is this another one, Kevin, where we go just the first half on the Vikings? But also from a Vikings perspective, what are you actually playing for at this point here? Like, you want to get Justin Jefferson 200 yards to take down a record? Do you understand what that's going to have to, like, you know, happen during the game for that to happen in a meaningless game overall? I don't know what the motivation for the Vikings is, but the one thing I'm going to tell you, I'm not laying seven and a half with a team with little motivation to win by more than a touchdown. That's not what I'm going to do here. Totally agree. See, so that was going to be my follow-up question to you. If the Vikings announced today 
that they will be mm-hmm. playing no starters. What does this line go to? Now, the Bears are back awful, and, and Justin Fields isn't. You think it goes back down that far? I thought I was thinking maybe yes. three and a half just because the, the Bears are horrendous and Nathan Peterman's their quarterback. But it, it's we definitely clearly agree this is getting well underneath this seven, seven and a half range here. Yeah. No, 100%. Because, again, Nathan Peterman is not going to tank the game, but maybe just starting him, you laugh, like he's going to tank it whether he likes it or not because that's just the way yeah. we've seen him play over his career. But you can't tell me from a Minnesota Vikings perspective, their only goal is to not get injured, no starters are playing, which means, Kevin, they didn't game plan at all here. I would just take the points and see where it goes. Again, feeling that you don't want to win this football game if you're the Bears, but also at the same time, Kevin. Look up at the scoreboard and the uh, culture boat racing the Texans like 17 to three in the fourth quarter. What do you care at that point? Right. I don't think they can even get out of the two seat at that point. Right. Or the two spot. I I do. I actually would love it if all of a sudden they're like, you know what? It's all good. Peterman, let it rip. And it's just pick six, pick (laughs) six. It's all falling Uh apart. Let's make it happen, though. We got to pick six to get to. They're queuing me up because, um, well, I know how this goes. I'm going to get about a minute here. That's all right. DRS, let them shine. Give the pick six to the people here. Give them what they want. Yeah, we'll power through here. First guy, anytime touchdown score, which seems like, you know, he's on that Zeke Elliott plan every week now. A.J. Dillon is getting into the end zone. Oh, no, they got a tough defense. They got to go up for the Green Bay Packers. No, they don't. A.J. Dillon, once again, will find pay dirt this week. That's what we're going with that one. Number two, the money line dog. Let's keep it in the same game here. Now, granted, We have to pick these on a Friday. So I put the money line up there, what it is today, to plus 198. Regardless, if Seattle wins or loses, I still think the Detroit Lions have a legitimate chance to go into Lambeau and win that football game. And by Sunday late afternoon, you might even get a better price point than that plus 198. Regardless of what happens again in Seattle, I am taking the Detroit Lions on the money line. It just might be a little bit better come Sunday late night here. We're going to take a look at some unders on the boards here. The Bucs and the Falcons. If I'm led to believe, first of all, the Atlanta offense isn't very good. Tampa Bay's offense outside of last week's explosion isn't very good. So if I'm going to get backups in this game, particularly from a side of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, there's no way they're scoring over 40 points in this game. This game will be played into the high 20s and the 30s. I'll take that victory and an under. The alt line here with the Commanders. Plus three and a half at a plus 144 price. Are you crazy, Donnie? They're starting Sam Howe. How much worse can it be from Heineken Wentz from what you got for the past couple weeks? There's still talent on that commander's roster that will be playing in this game and motivation for the Dallas Cowboys will be low. And look at that. I'm taking the three and a half. They don't even have to win the game. Just hang around against some backups in the second half for the Dallas Cowboys. I think that can happen here. Kenneth Walker rushing prop here to the over. They are going to lean on him and Donnie, but the Rams defense, what Rams defense? Have you seen how many yards that Rams defense has given up on the ground over the past five weeks since Aaron Donald hasn't been there? He is going to go off in this game in a meaningful game here for the Seattle Seahawks. And then my teaser game, the Browns, plus eight and a half against the Steelers. They don't have to win this game. They might not win this game, but I don't think the Steelers can win a game by double digits. That's my pick six, and I feel good to end the season in week 18. I got to say, I actually did not know that your uh, teaser was the Browns plus eight and a half as I was yeah. hyping that up. No, before. you did. It's a great pick. Right, it's, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. It's good to say that I didn't because that means I was just purely honest. No, so and you I, didn't and I do your it. typical stuff in the past where you see what I have and then immediately go out with a little a surly attitude. Like, ah, nobody's going to go near this know. game. You're like, all right, game you, on. Once, 
because I once basically was like, look, that CMC Man, angle is not what I'm loving day. here. It was never intentional. And by the way, mm. rumor has it, I was right. But that's okay. That's okay. No. We're here. We're just hanging out. We're having a good time. You're doing great with the oh, pick shit. six. Although I don't like that they changed uh, your under to Browns uh, and Steelers. Donnie wanted Ravens Steelers under. You saw it, I knew mean, what I, mean, I had, and you took the under no. anyway. So I had to move out of the you way and took pick another one. That's what that You happened, took Ravens How did you not see under it, though? the number. I always look at yours before I pick mine just so we don't do that. And you saw that. Yeah, watch this. I like this game. I'll bump them out. Bad, tough move. Or is it because you wrote Raven Steelers? Which one is it? Everybody. Raven Steelers is the same thing. You put Steelers in there, you know who the Steelers are playing. Forget about the Ravens angle. That's the way I play. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Look, let's make it happen here. A little pick six situation. Uh, touchdown score, Travis Kelsey. By the way, I don't know if Mahomes is going to get to 430 passing yards. I believe Travis Kelsey needs a buck 13 to break his own record for tight end single season receiving. He's going to have a big week this week. It involves getting in the end zone against the Vegas Raiders. Uh, the numbers are accessible here. Look for Travis Kelsey to find the end zone. Moneyline Dog, going to take a swing to the England Patriots, plus 240. I think the spot is decent enough. I think the value is legitimate. It's not that the game is irrelevant to the Buffalo Bills, but it's more important to the New England Patriots. I like that plus 240 price. The under, Steelers-Browns. I just stole this from Donnie. I don't even know if I like this at all. I just, I just thought Donnie was seeing the board. Uh, I, I decided to add that to my card. I, it's just, look, divisional unders. These offenses I don't think are going to be delivering juice, especially the Pittsburgh Steelers. A lot of those home games for Pittsburgh have been under situations this year. Alt line, climbing the ladder in the Eagles-Giants game of over 48.5 at a plus 184 price. I think the Birds have a huge day. Offensively, I think Tyrod Taylor can do enough to help us get over this kind of a number. I expect this into the 50s. I'm not sure if it's going to hit the 70 spot, which it did the last time these two teams played, but I think it can certainly cross into the 50s here between the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants. Yardage prop, Trevor Lawrence over 261.5. How long have we been fading this Tennessee Titans secondary here? Stinks out loud. Run game's real, real good. Forces Trevor Lawrence to throw the football over 261 and a half there on a Saturday night. And then the teaser spot. I think you'll like this one, Donnie. Going up to 10 and a half with the Detroit Lions on Sunday mm. night football. Yeah. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense there. I think they'll be in it to win it all the way through here. And a lot of moving parts over the weekend. So as always, Kevin like to say, keep it here on the grid because news is breaking even this afternoon, Kevin, with that NFL vote from the ownership here to see if we can get these approved changes here to the playoffs. Awesome stuff. Which means you have to not only make sure that you lock in for the listen up for the morning after and everything to follow. Coming up next. Make sure you're live on Moneyline today. I, it just oh, yeah. good vibes around Give that ways. show. I can already mm -hmm, sure. feel it. A lot of toy breakdowns. Some are saying, listen up. We'll see you then. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... 
No, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. How about it? Last segment of the week right here for the early line. Sirius XM Channel 159 on the Sports Grid Network. Sirius XM is where it is and also on the Sports Grid Network. Now, as always, 7 to 9 a.m., myself and Kevin power through to set the table for the rest of your Sports Grid day, which includes coming up next, the morning after N. Ben Stevens. A lot of stuff on a football Friday that we typically go over. The pick six, fantastic stuff, both for myself and Kevin's sides here. Hopefully we can cash in some tickets here, but a lot is still left up in the air now before we get into it guys you gotta listen up right now The Wacky and Wild Week 18. Every single year, Week 17 is what it used to be, Week 18's now, you say to yourself, who needs what? What motivation factors play in? Kevin and I covered the entire NFL card this morning, and there was a handful of games where you're saying to yourself, no idea how they're going to play out. No idea motivation. Who's the starting quarterback in this game? What is the coaching staff figuring? And also, what is going to play into some of these seedings here? Now, quite frankly, even more so than ever, we actually don't know. Why is that? You saw the competition committee in the NFL meet yesterday at 6 p.m. A few hours later, they laid the ground rules for what we're anticipating to be a crazy Week 18 and into the playoffs that deals with coin tosses and AFC championship games here. They're going to play be played at a neutral site. Looks like it's going to be interesting itself, but... None more interesting than the voters, or excuse me, the owners that have to vote on this package a little bit later this afternoon. They could vote it down. They could change some language in there. You could get some re-unrealistic opportunities actually come into fruition here, which does come into play when we're talking about handicapping games and scenarios and cashing tickets. Everything is on the table. This week, more than any other, you might have to let this play out till Sunday. You might lose a point or two here, but if you get the right scenario, you can wind to putting a lot more cash in your pocket. Be careful in week 18. And as always, keep it right here on the grid. Any bit of this news that is breaking, you know we got you covered. Thanks again for tuning in all week long to the early line. And it's time to stay tuned to Ben Stevens in the morning after coming up next right here on the Sports Grid Network. See ya. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reasons you did it. You stumped this charming devil. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.